Hi there, and welcome to the Women's Room Legal Division podcast. Here you'll find conversations with fabulous women working in the law about their careers, challenges they've faced, as well as some live coaching around a specific issue. You'll also find some sessions with me alone, dealing with topics that come up regularly when I coach that I hope you'll find helpful. Enjoy this episode. Hi there. So why coaching? Why would you invest some of your precious time and resources in sitting down with a coach? Well, one of the metaphors that I like to give people to think about is that of Olympic athletes. So if you think about Olympic athletes, they have whole teams of people who are dedicated to honing every single aspect of their performance, from their nutrition to how they sleep to how they perform on the field. And they'd never think of trying to compete at the Olympics without having that coach by their side, supporting them, challenging them, cheering them on, really focusing on them, being interested solely in them. And who wouldn't like that in their life to make their work and their whole life even better? So I'd really like you to think about coaching as a developmental tool rather than a remedial tool. So sometimes coaching is used when there's an issue and it can be incredibly effective to deal with that. But I'd really like you to think about using it in your life to help you be even better at everything you do. In fact, one of the reasons I became a coach is because I was lucky enough to have quite a lot of coaching during my career. And in fact, in the end, I negotiated it as part of my package when I moved. And I think that time spent with the coach really, really helped me achieve what I was lucky enough to achieve on my journey. So for me, there are three key aspects to coaching that make it so powerful. The first is that it takes you away from the day job. So from all the daily stresses and strains and to-dos, all the emails, all the meetings, all the time when you're just reacting and have no time to think, and it gets you into a room away from all that with a chance to think much more strategically about your work and your life. The next thing is really having a thinking partner. So someone who has no agenda. So as much as the people in your life may love you, often they will be coming with an agenda of their own, or they may not be listening, or they may be thinking about their own issues. With a coach, you'll have someone who's fully focused on you, who has no agenda, who's there to support you, to reflect back, but also to challenge and hold your feet to the fire in terms of execution. And there'll be a fantastic sounding board for you. And then the last thing is really what I call the alchemy of coaching. And this is the magic that I see time and time again, where people are sitting and talking to me and they'll look up and they'll say, well, I wonder if that's what I should do, or I wonder if that's why I do that. And this is all about hearing yourself talk out loud. So that act of talking out loud is incredibly powerful. And as you're speaking, often from quite an emotional part of your brain, your rational brain will be analyzing exactly what you're saying. And often you'll come up with the answers for yourself. I'm sure you've probably experienced this when you've gone to someone to ask for their advice about an issue and you've started explaining the issue to them. And by the time you're through that explanation, you actually know the answer. So it's very, very similar in coaching. So there are lots of amazing coaches out there who all have different experiences, use different tools and come from different backgrounds. But the most important thing are these three things, getting away from the day job, thinking strategically, having a thinking partner who can sit with you and then really hearing yourself talk out loud. So I get asked quite regularly about the difference between coaching and therapy and mentoring and sponsorship. So what I would say is generally 
therapy will be tending to look backwards at things that have happened in your life and analyzing those and getting you more comfortable with what has happened and the effect it may be having on you today. Coaching has a bit more of a forward-looking aspect to it. So we're looking at what can you do going forward that is going to make things much better for you. But what that doesn't mean is that we don't look back because often, in fact, I would say almost always, we are looking at the psychological aspects of our behavior. And in order to understand those, it's often really important that we go back into our history. Nearly every single issue that I deal with when I'm coaching has some psychological aspect to it. Even if it's something like getting better at public speaking, there's a big psychological element to how you think about talking in public and the story that you're telling yourself. So generally, coaches, a bit like therapists, don't tell you what to do. That's what a mentor might be doing. So they would be mentoring you, drawing on their own experience, and then giving you advice about what they think you should do going forward. You'll hear quite often that therapists won't give you advice. They just want you to reflect and for you to make your own decisions. And coaching is pretty similar. So some very classically trained coaches may not offer up any suggestions of their own. They may just simply prompt you to talk further about the issue that you're discussing until you come up with the answer yourself. That's called non-directive coaching. So I'm a bit less non-directive than that. And I will definitely draw on the experiences of my career and also all the great knowledge that I have gleaned from my amazing coaching clients. But any suggestions that I come up with or thoughts that I might have will always be offered very lightly. So you'll feel completely free to reject them and come up with your own solutions. Another important aspect of coaching for me is getting people to really think about what they want the outcome to be. If you can be really clear on what you want to have changed at the end of your coaching experience, then really it's all about execution, which is much, much easier. What people find much harder is to, to define their goals, to define what they're really looking for, and to be really, really specific about what those are. Once you're specific, it's really about coming up with the steps to get to that goal and then being really rigorous in terms of execution. And a coach can really help you there to check in with you to see if you've done what you said you would do. And then the last thing I would encourage everyone to do who is undertaking coaching is to just take an opportunity to think a bit more broadly. So even if you're dealing with something very specific, like preparing for an interview for a promotion, if you've got the time and the space in the coaching, maybe think a little bit about your life longer term. So what are the experiences that you would really like to have in your lifetime, both at work and outside of work? If you can identify experiences that you'd like to have, what's amazing is your subconscious will be working in the background and spotting opportunities for you to advance on a path towards those interests. It really is amazing. And they don't have to be specific goals where there are three steps and you're going to experience them. And they may well be experiences or ideas that you shared along the way. But just take a bit of time out to think in the span of my whole amazing life, what is it that I would like to have experienced? So for me, that's the magic of coaching. So go out, find yourself a coach and have fun. That's all for this episode of the Women's Room Legal Division podcast. If you liked this episode, do subscribe to the show and follow the Women's Room Legal Division on the links in the show notes. If you are or if you know an amazing woman in law who you think should be on this podcast, or if there are any specific coaching topics you'd like me to cover in my standalone sessions, please do get in touch using the contact me link in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening.